the comic book pit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we are we are raring to go. So this is Comic Book Pit. This is episode 226. I'm Dan. I'm the Duke. And I'm Jared. And uh, no no Sean Atkins tonight, but which is probably almost just as well because I think we've got so much to talk about that I don't even know if we could even afford to have a fourth person on this show at this point. I mean, it's just yeah. Um... I mean, a we you know we're we're coming back off hiatus, so we're you know you know we're we're, we're full of stuff to talk about. Yes. Oh my God! Like, yeah, there's way too much that we've missed. I don't. Yeah. know. What were we thinking? Well, first <laughs> well, we'll recap Thanksgiving. How was your? Uh, yeah. We'll start from when we left and recap. <laughs> oh my God! I ate so then, much. Uh, oh, yeah. that football game. Let's just like yeah, no. with marshmallow, right? Let's just, We'll just we'll just hit all the stereotypes. Ah, oh, that football game. Oh my gosh, could you believe the football team won? That was that was great. Um, yeah, but you know we that we we decided that this episode was going to be our all media episode because there's a lot of stuff. Well, you know now we're basically into summer, and all the shows are over. They they hit their finales. Um, the big movies have have come out. There's still a couple more coming out this summer and into the fall, but I think the big ones have hit. Would mm-hmm. you agree? We got we had Deadpool in February, mm-hmm. uh, Batman v Superman, and Captain America Civil War. I think I, I mean the big one that we're looking forward to is Suicide Squad. Right. But uh, Which, and that's but not gonna otherwise, be till, yeah. That's yeah. that's August, right guys? Yeah. August. Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't but see yeah, that. everything else is Standard fare, even though there's a lot out there. Apocalypse. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, Fresh. I haven't seen it yet. I, so you know, neither have I. Neither, neither have I. <laughs> so I don't know if that says a lot or. <laughs> well, I mean, the reviews were mediocre, so it yeah. was. I didn't feel an, an imperative, but I'm definitely going to go. Yeah, I'll I'm probably st- see it this weekend. I'm still going to see so. it. Um, well, I, I I won't get into that. I I just want to. Yeah, I'll wait to see it, and then we can talk about it maybe on a future yeah, episode. Yeah, I'll see but, it. Um, I would have seen it, except I did not win the vote, and we saw the nice guys instead, which oh. um, there really was no loser in that vote. Yeah. It, um, the, maybe it was even more of a winner, because the nice guys, that's the one, it's uh, Shane Black with uh, directed, wrote and directed it, and it's with uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. That's cool. It is excellent, gentlemen. All it right. It is an excellent piece of filmmaking. I highly recommend it. I, I've actually, I've wanted to see, I saw the, the previews for that a while ago, and you know, I, I forget that, like, Shane Black, it, I think he's, like, the master of doing the buddy cop or buddy action film. Because, like, he did the first Lethal Weapon. Um, yep, wrote he, that. He doesn't yep. act that far. And he did, you know, like you said, he did uh, The Nice Guys. And I don't know if you guys ever saw a movie called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I've never seen it, but I've heard nothing but high praise for it. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Um, highly recommend it. 
Well, I mean, let's not forget Iron Man 3. I was going to mention that. Iron Man 3, the, <laughs> the best, the only good three superhero movie mm-hmm. is Iron yeah. Man 3. Yeah, uh, that's a good way to put it, yeah. Because I would say it's not the best of those three of yeah. Iron Man, but it's still better than most. Right. I'd go most one, three, two. Yeah, yeah. It, it, wasn't okay. my, it wasn't my favorite, but I, I rewatched it a couple of months ago, and I'm like, eh, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, so I yeah, want to see no, it I, once, I but it. I want to see it again. And it always bugs me that I can't find it. Like you go to Walmart or whatever, and they don't have it on like Blu-ray or anything. Well, it's well, very difficult to find. I found actually um, a few months ago at Target they had a they had all three Iron Man movies for thirteen dollars wrapped up. Now they were just uh, regular DVDs; they weren't Blu-rays. Hey, but let me let me throw out one fun fact about Shane Black. It's born in Pittsburgh. Really? Really? Yeah. I did not, I did know, not that. know that. I oh, didn't either. <laughs> now, right. and then to bring it back to comics, you see he now he's writing and directing uh, a Doc Savage movie with uh, The Rock. Oh, that was his. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, it just came out on Monday. It was like announced. Yeah. Uh, I like. I actually like the idea of Rock playing that role. Rock and roll. You see what I did there? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm back. All right. Back on hiatus. Yep, hiatus is 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 re is, is reinstituted. <laughs> oh god. No, but I I, I don't. I, I will say this. I never read the books. You know, I don't know Doc Savage that character that well. But The Rock is charisma personified. Oh yeah, he's just I mean, fun to watch no matter what yeah. he does. I I I could just see him chewing it up. You know. So. And uh, like I said, having just watched the nice guys and seen that, I, yeah. I have full confidence that it'll be a, a fun picture. Yeah, the dude can balance, you know, like the heavy and and the light. Nice. And, and that's I think that's what makes a good. And, and speaking of comic book movies, I think that's what makes a good comic book movie is yeah. that successful balance of heavy and light. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll I'll touch back on that later in the episode. Okay. Okay. Well, that's foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, yeah. Why don't we get started with uh, with the, with the small screen? Dan is our transition guy, I should say. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, so we have some some of the, some of the shows that we all collectively watch. I think we all watch Flash, right? Yep. Oh yes. So let's start there. Flash, awesome show. Just oh, closed Mark, out yeah. season two. Um. Yeah, I thought this was a. I thought season two was just as strong, if not stronger, than season one. Yeah, yeah I would they, agree. Well, go ahead, Jared. Oh no, go ahead, Scott. You go ahead. Well, no, they just kept they kept the stakes high throughout the uh, throughout the season, which they did the first season as well. And at the same time, uh, it didn't feel. I, I hate to compare it to Arrow, but that's going to happen. Um, but you know, like. It doesn't feel like CW to me. It feels like it's its own show. Like it could be on another network and be fine, you know, and be the same show. Mm-hmm. Where I just think Arrow, a lot of times, I I just I see the the you know the seal of approval from CW, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to appeal to that's yeah demographics. And I and I and I think we've we've touched on that before, and that's the the drama factor. Yeah, where they and, if, and, they like they 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 manufacture drama where there doesn't need to be any. Yeah, and Flash Flash is actually loaded with drama, but it seems like it always works. It's very like, organic. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, they 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 manage it better than than say like Arrow, and I don't know if that's the strength of. It's probably a few things. It's probably the strength of the writing and the strength of the actors. Yeah, part of it is. I mean, if you were to compare, like, because Arrow, I you know, like in this season, I haven't I haven't really cared for it. But if you're looking at season two of Arrow, that's hard to beat. Like that's one of the best seasons of television yeah. in my in my opinion. Arrow season two was real was really strong, and it that was I think the one where it really embraced its comic book roots. Yeah. So like just looking at that and seeing, I think Flash season two doesn't necessarily top Arrow season two, but it's definitely up there as like a you know quality season of television. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even talking like necessarily superhero stuff this i think these shows you know they were they're quality tv like never mind that they're super yeah and i i I think just overall i think the flash just has a a better cast not only a cast better cast of characters but i just think they their their actors are stronger i think or they it's like just a better ensemble it's like they have the right Mix of of acting strength and the the characters' personalities, whereas everyone in Arrow is just like a different level of moody. Yeah, and and it's just like it's like everyone's always pissed off at each other on Arrow. Yeah, or just you know, it seems like everyone like has the, different reason to be mad at each other that week. When Oliver makes makes a call. Each person comes to him separately to bitch about it, and then, and then they go through with it, and then they're either you know happy or not. But, but it is almost it is like that where, it's almost like they just they're like okay, well I talked to him, I didn't like what he said, so you go in and talk to him, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, well I'm hard headed and I'm not going to change my mind, <laughs> you know. Where I don't know, Flash it seems like Barry is hard headed to a fault. Um, but everybody, like, they'll all be in the room together and just call them out and be like, dude, you're, you know, you're not, you're not in your right head right now. And, you know, they try to, yeah, it it is, it's more of an organic thing, I'd say. Barry definitely does have to learn the hard way, and it can be frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Even, like, uh, in the finale, or or the the part one of the finale, if you will, Mm -hmm. when, um... And spoiler alert, folks, if you hadn't listened. I, I was about to say, we should either decide to say spoilers or no spoilers or whatever, you know. Spoil- ah, spoilers. Ah, screw spoilers. Yeah. yeah. No, no dance through the raindrops here. Um, <laughs> but I was at, when, um, at the, the, the penultimate episode of the season, when Zoom kills Henry Allen and Barry gets on one, he's like, oh, I just can't handle it anymore. And it's like, dude, like two weeks ago you were in the Speed Force and this is what they told you. This is what the Speed Force like told you, like, dude, this is going to happen, and this, if you want to be the hero, this is the reality that comes with it, and what you have to accept. Yeah. And then I mean, that's just one example of it. I mean, just Barry just not being able to learn the lesson until he learns it the hard way. I mean, like, remember when they went uh, to Earth Two, and they went there, and like, we all agree, we just stick to ourselves, and we don't interfere with the lives of our Earth Two doppelgangers. Oh, and, yeah. First thing they Barry does when he gets over there is interferes into the life of his Earth Two doppelganger. <laughs> because I have to, like, they're still my, my, you know, Joe and Iris to me. You yeah. know, it's like, dude, 
You're yeah. Still, you have like 20 minutes while you're on Earth 2 to complete your mission. You don't have time to go to the lounge and croon it. But, but that is also the... Uh, that, that's why we're like, oh, we pull our hair out, but it is what makes the drama, it's part of what makes the drama fun and the character who he is. I mean, if he was perfect all the time, it'd get boring, so. Right. Right. Is just what makes Barry, Barry. But no, when you guys talk about Flash, I don't really watch Arrow. I've tried, I can't get into it. I always enjoy when they cross over. Yeah. But I, it, the chemistry of the cast on the Flash is what I think puts it heads and shoulders. Yeah. Above all other mm-hmm. shows, like, of its ilk. And I, I don't watch a bunch of TV shows, so I can't, like, comment on, you know, like... I don't know. Great, you know, Susan watches Grey's Anatomy, so I sort of see some of that. I'll put the cast of The Flash up against that any day of the week. Nice. But um, it, it's a strong chemistry, and you believe the relationship between the characters, and it makes it easier to get invested into those relationships because the performances are so natural... And strong that it comes across that they really do, you know, that you really believe these these people. Uh, I don't know. Was this? I can't remember. Was this on our list? But was Supergirl on our list of discussion? Um, no, but go. But um, just throw it in there. Yeah, I, I I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I'm looking forward to catching okay. up on it. All right. Well, then in that in that I will not spoil uh, yeah, details of the show. <laughs> I just watched the uh, the Flash <laughs> episode. Yeah, the Flash episode was great, and, you know, as we know in the news that uh, Supergirl's coming over to the CW, so we'll get to have more of that crossover stuff. Um, but I was just going to say that I thought Supergirl was also a really good show where um, the, that she was, it's a drama-driven show, um, and it worked. Like, even though, I, I don't know... It, I feel like Supergirl and Flash are very similar shows because a lot of times Supergirl will will try to solve the problem by speaking instead of using her powers. And, you know, a lot of times she's just trying... She she has so much, you know, she emotes, I don't know, but uh, that she would rather try to talk someone out of doing evil than just punching it out of them. I can say this. With that move to the CW and the reduced budget that's going to come with it, she's going to do a whole lot more, whole lot more uh, talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Conflict resolution, using her words. Yeah, and, and okay, one spoiler. All right, but uh, um, Martian Manhunter's in it. Spoilers, okay? I, I, I thought I didn't know that was a I, secret. No, well, I, no, yeah. I, I, kind of I don't want to say... If you haven't watched the show at all, then I don't want to see you know, what that entails. But I will say, just speaking on um, CGI, that, yeah, you're probably going to see a whole lot less of the green version of them. <laughs> so, you know. But, yeah, it is going to be like that. I think that uh, <laughs> they'll... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People wearing masks instead of, you know, CGI. It's going to be like classic Doctor Who, like rubber suits and shit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, and seeing, like, uh, you know, Cables pulling, you know, <laughs> the girl of steel up through yeah. elevator shafts, you know. Well, now but I will start watching. I really liked it. I, I, and I thought it ended strong as well. Like, which is a big deal. I think to, to me, a lot of shows, um, I, I will give it a higher vote if it ends strong. And it, 
it did. It was, I think, what, 20 episodes in it. And it was compelling. The first couple episodes um, seemed kind of like it was just going to be a women empowerment trippy kind of, you know, political push thing. But it really wasn't. Like, the show wasn't like that at all. Um, so you have, you know, and there was plenty of women in power, which was awesome. But it wasn't like they were trying to sell it. Mm-hmm. Which I which I appreciate. It wasn't like they were pushing an agenda. Yeah, yeah. So do you think with the uh, switch over and given the conclusion to the season of the Flash, do you think they'll try to merge the universes, or do you think they'll keep them separate? Oh yeah, I know. Do you have a preference? Well, you know, with with the way the Flash season two ended, I mean, it sounds it looks like it's ripe for a a Flashpoint esque. Uh, story that could send ripples throughout all the shows. And especially when you have a show that like a a sister show, like legends of tomorrow that deals in like time travel and, and you know, um, other realities or other uh, versions of people, you know, I mean, I'll be honest. I did not finish the season of legends tomorrow, but don't let that uh, stop you from speaking freely about it. Did they introduce concept of the of the multiverse in Legends? Not so much. You just saw a lot more. Um, it had more to do with the time stream. Yeah, okay. but you like I missed the Jonah Hex episode, but the season finale. Um, well, let, let me say this. So I, I think um, the show suffered from just I think a storytelling standpoint. Like, a lot of episodes just seem to retread a lot of the, oh, this is our mission this week, and yes. mm-hmm. this is how we're going to screw it up because we're idiots. But the the show looks good, um, and the the characters are compelling. Uh, they, I, I, th- I think they're, they're really working on building a team dynamic. And I, I think the, the storytelling suffers because of that, but it's it's like... It's still fun to watch just the characters. Um, I agree with that. With what I saw, I enjoyed that part of it. But I, if I had to criticize it, it's that it was very slow moving in its pace. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I would say it's it's like the best and worst parts of Flash and Arrow, where <laughs> as like like it, it took a lot of cues from the Flash as far as making fun characters for this show, but it had a lot of the same storytelling problems that Arrow had. Um, but the the last, like, two minutes of the finale, I am definitely coming back for season two. Mm. For, uh, I'm just going to say, Justice Society of America. Oh. Sweet. Yeah. Whoa. And a little, uh, little character they might call Our Man. You know, so... Hey. So, oh, no kidding. Yeah, so they're they're really. I, I, it, it's nice to see them doing some deep, you know, pulling some some deep continuity out and and really embracing this. So it's like, okay, they're you know they're they're really trying to do something with these shows. It's not just like the bad guy of the week or let's fight a bunch of faceless soldiers in like. Uh, uh, tactical gear, like they do every week on Arrow. 
Yeah. You know, um, they're, you know, they're legends of tomorrow. Like I said, it's, and I, I think it was kind of, you know, for a while, I, it didn't seem clear whether or not they were even going to bring it back for a second season. Cause it sounds like the production value of the show is so high. It's cost so much to make this show, but it, they, it sounds like it's coming back for a second season. So that's yeah. kind of cool. And I'd heard that when they were d- discussing it, that it would be like a rotating cast too. Like you won't necessarily see the same uh, group of characters each each season. Yeah, well, and and that's and that's the beauty of the show and the fact that it that they do deal in time travel is that yeah okay. you can pluck anybody from any time stream and be like hey you know we need your help for this you know for this episode basically. Right. Um, yeah, and there was a there was a death in the second to last episode. Um, one of the one of the team died. I think oh. I know which one. Yeah, I think the internet uh, spoiled that. Right, actually, and I I didn't know. I knew someone that was go- I, I knew someone had died, but I kind of purposely stayed away from it. And the death wasn't like it was like oh that kind of sucks, but it wasn't like. I wasn't. I didn't feel like severely like impacted. Like, oh no, like, like Game of Thrones level of someone oh, dying. <laughs> because, again, the beauty of this show is, oh, they can just go back in time and do whatever, and it won't matter. Yeah. But it's a fun show. If they could, if they could tighten up their storytelling, I think it would be right. It would be up there with Flash. Okay. Uh, yeah. I. You know, honestly, um, anything you can say to lift the show, I I would be listening because I, I couldn't get into it at all. Like I I think I did one or two episodes and I just was like, no, it's, this. Yeah, it's definitely uh, one of those shows where you could you could put it on and do something else. Yeah. At okay. The, just have it on in the background because again the the entire first season was just like. Oh, we have to stop Vandal Savage, and every single episode was a was them coming up with a plan to, you know, thwart Vandal Savage in a different era, oh, yeah. and them mucking it up royally because mm-hmm. that's the formula. Um, like nothing they ever did worked. <laughs> they were like the worst ever, but again, it was still fun watching them be the worst ever because there's a lot of great um uh, like genre char- uh, actors in this show and um and the characters they play were just a lot of fun to mm-hmm. you know like that they just really chewed the scenery like uh Wentworth Miller as Captain Cold I mean come on he's like one of the best uh comic book TV yeah. villains I mean he's yeah. just awesome yeah and uh yeah, it's just it's just a fun show to watch. It's funny you mentioned that being a show you could like put it on and, and have it in the background because it started out for me as a show that I watched. Then it became that show that was on in the background while I did things, and then I just did things without even bothering to put it on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I missed a week and then I just didn't catch up and then you know one behind became two became three became the season's over and you know well, time <laughs> is precious. Ironically speaking, about yeah. the time I would show, but it just was one of those things where I just didn't have the time to like 
catch up in chunks. So we'll see. I'll, I'll try and figure it out. I'm sure it'll be either on a streaming service or I don't yeah. know, Ondemy still has it. Well, here's here's the, the the most you know one of the most telling things is so last week um, I was I was sick I was off work all week so I that I got a chance to catch up on all the shows um, and I I had let Legends of Tomorrow slide to the point where the I, I stopped right before the Jonah Hex episode mm. but that episode was no longer available anywhere um, to <laughs> to watch. Uh, unless I wanted to pay for it, which I'm like, ah, I'm not really gonna, you know, I don't want to pay for it. Um, so I just said I'll just go on to the next episode and hope I can, you know, catch up or hope it makes sense. I it was like that episode didn't even need to exist because it didn't, you know, it's like whatever happened in that episode did not affect future episodes. Yeah, I'm sure it was a lot of fun to do a an old west episode. Oh yeah. And to have Jonah like I just wanted to see their take on Jonah Hex. Yeah. And how they met him and what he had to do with with them. Um but uh, you know cons- like um but from but watching the next episode to the finale it wasn't like oh my gosh I can't believe I missed that episode now I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you could you could probably skip 5 episodes <laughs> and just watch the finale. Well- that's kind of what I did with. That's what I've been doing with Arrow this season, is I actually skipped three or four episodes and I didn't actually miss anything, um, because I skipped the part where uh, I did say Arrow. Yeah, Felicity uh, gets shot and she can't walk, and then um, I skipped some episodes and then. She, she had a chip in her that made her walk. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no problem. She's back. And uh, I don't know. Like I, I've just been on and off with Arrow as well. Like It seemed like Supergirl and Flash were too good that it made Arrow look bad, and it made Legends unwatchable for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, I, I was like, I'm trying to watch them all. But I was like, I can't because these shows aren't as good as those shows. So, well, so much in so much an Arrow this season was weak. But I'll tell you that what for the past I would say two seasons that has been killing the show for me are the the flashbacks. Oh yeah, because the the, the flashbacks the flashbacks at this point don't serve any purpose other than to tell like a side story. You know, just, yeah. just use that extra, those few extra minutes to just make a better story in the present. We don't care anymore what happened in the past. Right. They're, they're, they're done. That idea has run its course. I think once he left the island, there was nothing else to tell. Yeah. That, that we really cared, you know, week to week. So, um, I, you know, the whole magic, searching for magic on the island thing. Or whatever. Um, I did like, you know, Jonah Hex. I mean, it's funny how his show didn't take off, but man, when he's in other stuff, it's awesome. You so. mean John Constantine? Oops, yep, you're right. Constantine. <laughs> like, wait, there's a Jonah Hex show? Yeah, I got crossed. Oh, yeah, it. I totally got crossed over there. Um, Constantine. That's Friday nights on the CW. <laughs> ah, yeah, there you go. But, uh, Constantine, I thought was a good, 
you know, he was good on the show. He was good on Arrow, and I was like, oh, cool. And, you know, um, you're right. He was a really good supporting character. Like, I would like to see more of him as the guy that just comes in every so often, just blows into town to mm. to help. But they've, uh, you know, like, this season was very heavy on magic, and I don't know if they really knew how to handle it. I think that might be one of the problems with the season, is they... Oh, and just the whole life and death thing. Like, they just went too far with, they're like, we, you know, they killed off, um, whatever. What's her name? Oh. Not the, Black Canary? Yeah, the first one. Okay. And then they brought her back. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? How they, they use the Lazarus pit. Oh, right. And they brought her back, like, she was like skin and bones. And, they're like, oh, no, no worries, you know, she's, she'll be fine after a while. You know, and then, like, Thea had been brought back, and Thea was not as crazy. You know, so you think, you just think there's going to be this graded scale of craziness, but it really didn't come through. And then, you know, like, that they were out of their mind from, you know, being dead. And then, you know, later in the show, um, to spoil... You know, when someone else dies in the show, you just think, well, who, you know, everybody else has come back from the dead. So, like, who cares? Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, like, you know, it's just like the, the comics we read have the same, you know, it's the same thing. It's like death has no meaning anymore. Yeah. I think that's what, I don't know. It's because Arrow is such a, the first couple of years work because it was grounded in, in a reality that we, you know, that we can say, yeah, that could happen in our world. But now they're in this point where, because of Flash and, you know, stuff like that and Constantine crossing into it, now they've come, they've come to a point now where they, you know, it's becoming the hyper-realistic. And I don't know if they know how to deal with that. Um, <clears throat> whereas, compared to, like, Marvel and how they first gave us Iron Man, like, here's a guy, he makes a suit, we can understand that. You know, but then they introduced, you know, Thunder Gods, you know, Thor, and stuff like that. And it expands, but it still makes sense. You know, and Iron Man still makes sense. But I feel like Arrow doesn't, he doesn't make sense as much as he used to. Yeah, so, I don't know. No, uh, you're you're right. It's just that you know, there, there's just a lot of things on that show that need fixed, and yeah, I mean, we could we could probably spend an hour talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that's probably yeah, that's my soapbox right there. <laughs> Meanwhile, Flash is good. Flash is great. Flash has been good. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine what's in store for season three. Do you think they go full season of um, it would it would it say Flashpoint for lack of a better word? Full season, or do you think they wrapped it up pretty quick? Uh, I'm going to say half, half a season, and I'm going to say it's during the crossover with all four. Ah, look at you, dude. Look at at you, Scott. Look at you. (laughs) You should be head of CW programming. (laughs) Yeah, it's that crossover, because you made a good point. I think you made the point, though, that they could... uh, The Legends of Tomorrow, I think maybe Dan said that, but... 
Yeah, that's yeah. a good point, that there's time travel involved in that show. So that and, made me think... Yeah. And I, there, there will be the four-night crossover event. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I agree with Scott. I... I wouldn't want it to see. I, I wouldn't want to see it go further than half a season because I feel like if it went an entire season, that would be just way too much. Because then, then the, the, they're forced with wrapping everything up in the finale, and yeah. that's a lot to put on your plate. So I, I would rather see it just go, you know, just half a season or so. Um. That's about where I stand too. I'm really yeah. glad one half. Like maybe like, give me like the first two months. Like, like the I don't know. Break. Bring it back pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like but Scott, like I think you, break. Yeah. Scott, I think you hit the nail on the head. That your your Fortnite crossover event, uh, DCW. The is, uh, <laughs> there you go. That's, that's a- really the way to do it. And I would um I I'm in favor of keeping Supergirl in her own world. I think now that they've introduced the multiverse. I think you can, you know, have that to play with. I think if Supergirl started on CW, then you may have seen National City as that city that's a couple yeah. states over from Key, and probably between Keystone and Starling City. Is that where the Green Arrow lives? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, um, Starling City. I think if they started Star there, now, they actually Star changed City. the name. I think if, if, if the show had started there, you probably would have seen a homogenized universe. Because in Legends, there were those pithy throwaways to batman and superman you know rip hunter makes a comment remember it was like in like the first he's like i've seen men of steel die and dark knights fall or, or something right. uh, yeah. so he, he's teased oh. that that existence there all i was gonna say is um i think now with what they've introduced with the idea of uh you know with the jay garrick earth three yeah. concept there are more Earths. I think now you have a playground to have fun with. And, and they do, they really have embraced the fun of DC Comics. So much so that I think it's influenced back to the comics themselves. I agree. I think that's part of it. I think what they're doing there has just tickled fans so that I think, they're now demanding I think that fun. We're not, we're not going to get into it tonight, but I think Rebirth no. definitely shows that. If you read Rebirth, I on did. The stands, mm-hmm. We'll discuss that next time. Yeah, next, that's for next time. Yep. But I definitely agree <laughs> with that. I think that that has fed back. Uh, you know what? What we like about the TV shows is feeding back. So, and I'm sure we'd be remiss not to mention, you know, Marvel's influence in making fun fun. Yeah. But as far as I think DC tried to strike out in their world of media to do their own thing. Definitely in the movies, I think they were like, we're being different so that we can be different. Um, and, and they were always in an unenviable position of having to be second out the gate. Is this is this where we let Dan make the transition? Or is there more TV shows to talk about? Well, I guess, I mean, we, we could, I mean... Or do we go movies, though? I don't know. Well, I, I, I could, you know, we could do a quick hit list uh, of... Uh, uh, well, okay, here, let, let me do this. And, and you guys can jump in where, where you want after. Okay. Okay. Um, please hold your applause. Please hold your applause to the end. Uh, and, and you guys can feel free to do your own version of this. Um, okay. Daredevil Season 2. Loved it. Uh, Jessica Jones Season 1. I think, was that this year or was that last year? I think it was the end of last year. Uh, the end of last year, yeah. Okay, loved it. 
Um, I, I'll just yeah, I'll just say it again. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Walking Dead. I I I I, I like the uh, the Negan introduction, and I did not hate the finale like a lot of people did. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead uh, season two. Watched the watched the premiere. Hated it. Haven't watched it since. Uh, Preacher pilot. Um, I'm I'm on the fence about it. I, a lot of it I liked. A lot of it I kind of scratched my head at. Felt yep. like they they kind of tried to shoehorn in a lot of stuff in that first episode. Mm-hmm. And, Boy howdy, yes. And it and it seems like at least maybe the first season is not going to be the road trip that right. that the comic series took us on. Yeah, it's a lot of it's maybe for right now it's going to take place in the town. And I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I will continue. And I I like the guys playing Jesse, like the guys yep. playing Cassidy. Yep. Not crazy about the actress playing Tulip. I, uh, I I didn't like her uh, on Agents of Shield. I don't like her in this. Interesting, because um, I I actually like her in this role. But so that's the hit list. Okay, that's, that's my hit list. Oh, I, I guess I should. One, I, I just wanted to backtrack real quick because I didn't say it. Um, and for Daredevil season two, uh, John Bernthal is the Punisher. Yes. Nice. Yes. And I'm, yeah. I'm kind of, I wouldn't say excited about him getting his own series. I think it's kind of cool. We'll see how it, because I always felt like the Punisher worked better when he's more of a supporting character than like being the sole focus of a show because then you have to put more into that character than maybe the character is willing to you know, because the, the character of the Punisher is a very simple character for the yeah. most part. I mean, there are, I guess, gray areas within, but then you have to make him. You know, he's the main character. You have to make him likable. So, if they're able to do that in a way that doesn't water down the character, then I'm all for it. I think. Um, how do I don't. I guess my quick hit is use Dexter as your model. I mean, if there was ever a show that may have... Oh, yeah. The only difference is, like, there's no... You lose, I think, what, 50% of, if not 60 to 70% of Dexter's was was him hiding, you know, the, the secret identity, if you will, protecting his secret identity. And, and how is Dexter going to keep from getting found out this week? I mean, but I think if, any, if you want to check a motto of the serial killer protagonist who, who you know operates under a code, I would just use that as a model. I mean, how they have uh, Scott Buck doing Iron Fist, I'm sure it's not too difficult to get some notes or get some <laughs> ideas or just, you know, tap that. Uh, Scott Buck, uh, for those that don't know, was a producer on Dexter, showrunner on Dexter mm. as well. But, I mean, if, if you want to look at an idea of how can you take a character like that, it's going to be difficult because you're right. The Punisher has always been kind of like, uh, much like the Hulk, a special effect, almost, in, in, when it comes to movies. Now, in comics, it doesn't seem to have that problem, but the comic, I mean, maybe that's why he has a million different series instead of one continuing series. But, I mean, they, they seem to figure out how to do short burst in comic runs. So I imagine a 12-episode or four, whatever they do in Marvel um, run, I have faith in them to do something that's compelling. Mm-hmm. It may be a little... I mean, you mentioned Jessica Jones... That had filler. I, we're, we were watching that, and I'm like, why is this? Remember that one episode 
where like the lady that like I don't know something happened to her when the Avengers blew up New York, so she like was pissed off at Jessica Jones and like lured her into that apartment. To, like, oh yeah, mm. I'm like, why is this an episode? Like the Purple Man's out there. Like what? What's the point? Like why are they doing filler? Like you, you have I imagine with Netflix you have that creativity or whatever. Like, I was surprised that they had to do filler. I guess maybe because they need everything to be 12 episodes, and maybe not everything needs to be 12 episodes. Mm. Maybe you could have done eight on Jessica Jones, and it would have been, like, pure killer. Yeah. But, and, um, I can't believe I forgot Daredevil Season 2. You mentioned that. I was like, totally forgot that yeah. that was a thing. I, I, it, you're right. I it was fantastic. It, it was fantastic. And John Barenthal... Uh, is you? I mean, I'm just repeating what you said, but I'm just seconding those motions. Well, and, and far just blew everyone else out of the water with his um, performance as the Punisher. Oh yeah, I mean, and just and, and talk about a show that is embracing its roots. I mean, Daredevil season two. I mean, you know, I had a couple of nitpicks. I'm not even going to bother getting into them because because it, it didn't overall affect my enjoyment of the season. And I, I felt like it was one of the, you know, one of the stronger comic book shows at this point, because it really, it embraces so much of what makes just daredevil and his supporting cast. Just great. Yeah. If I had one nit nitpick, it's actually a carryover from season one is that you didn't need to kill Ben Yurick. I, I, I still, I don't know. I'm watching season two, and yeah. she teams up with his boss yeah. from the I'm like. You could have used him here. Like maybe, maybe yeah. that wasn't the move. You went for that little shock value of killing Ben Yerk. You didn't really need that arc to make the kingpin yeah. even more dislikable. I think the only thing I can I can I can figure out from that is they may not have been expecting the show to go two seasons, so maybe they thought, you know. Th this will have a, an emotional impact for this yeah. season, and it'll, you know, right. It, I think that's what that's what it was for was to make the stakes higher at the time. But you know, you know, but, yeah. But I, I agree. Like Ben Urich is sorely missing from yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Really been so much this more version of Daredevil with him during that Karen's arc in season two, and then uh, since we're talking about performances. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin uh, continues to be a delight. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's uh, rumors or whispers of him being in the Spider-Man movie or possibly making the leap to the MCU. Oh, and, man. Oh, my goodness. That, 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 if, they, if they do put him in that movie, that movie is just going to be like... You can teach it in acting classes. I'm going to say it now, just based on what little we've seen mm -hmm. of the principles that will be involved. Again, it, I uh, I fully hope that they do that and endorse it. And I, I would like to see some sort of crossover. I mean, they throw little hints out on the TV shows of, or at least the, you know, the Netflix shows of connections to the bigger world. Mm -hmm. So now I want to go back and rewatch season two of Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. I have a confession. I have not watched it yet. Oh, really? Yeah. You're missing out. I know. We didn't say anything that will ruin it. If anything, oh, no. It just whetted your appetite more. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Um, uh, I did see season one, and it was awesome. I loved, like I said, strong endings. 
that was a strong ending. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. The uh, the fight with uh, Kingpin was like the pages come to life. Um, I'll just tell you what, Scott Hedlund. If you think the fight with the Kingpin was oh. the pages come to life, wait till you see the fight with the Punisher. That's the what I'm saying. With the I know, I know. Well, so like, we, we know. Remember the in the second episode of the first season where he has like that that kind of like now famous hallway fight. Yeah. There's, it's almost like the, uh, it's the, the, uh, the the next version of that (laughs) happens in season two. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even want to say anything about it, but I'm watching, like, I was watching this fight scene and I was like, and it's, it's not the one that we're talking. It's like, has nothing to do with any of the main characters, like the Punisher or Kingpin. Mm. Um, I'm watching this fight scene and I was like, Oh my God! These stunt people are earning their money today because they are getting the shit beat out of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jared knows what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. Wasn't that, a, that was, wasn't that a great scene? And it's like every time I thought, okay, surely this fight's going to wrap up pretty soon. It's like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> they just threw more at them. Yep. It, like, it's edge of your seat stuff. Put yeah. the glasses on. No. <laughs> yeah, put the glasses on. <laughs> but yeah, Duke, you got to get on that, buddy. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely in the queue. Um, I actually only just finished season one recently. So, in the last couple months. So, yeah. yeah. That's my, Um, my, that's my, um, you know, dark secret that the Watcher told everyone. So, (laughs) um. She's too easy. Yeah, that was my dark secret that, uh, ruined lives. Wait, so. Are you, are you referencing Original Sin? I am, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, come that... through. I'm gonna come through Skype and beat you up. <laughs> Scott with a deep cut. Um, they, they going back even, you... They've never even told you what. I did not like it. I'm just uh, total oh, total tangent. I did not like Original Sin. No, it sucked. It was yeah. a bad idea. It was, <laughs> it was not a good, not a good uh, event. Anyways. Anyway, yeah, go back so... to quick hits. Um, I I thought Preacher was a little um, schizophrenic. Yeah. There some stuff I really really enjoyed. I think, like you said, Dan, some stuff. I was like, I, I don't remember the book that well. Um, I did read it, but it was it's been like six years ago since I read it, mm-hmm. and so like plot points are, are fuzzy for me, and so I I know it doesn't follow the book, right? Which I, I picked up on that pretty quick. Cause I'm like, I don't remember any of this, but um, I just it, it felt very uneven. And I'm willing to try uh, subsequent episodes because I'm willing to chalk it up as to being the first episode and possibly the direction. Um, Rogan and Goldberg come from broad comedy, and right. this is a little more nuanced in what they do. So I'm going to chalk up maybe that there's a bit of a learning curve for them in directing this. Mm-hmm. And maybe once they hand that baton off, there may be some more... Uh, capable directors that can sort of balance the tone. But I'm not willing to write it off just yet, but I'm watching like, you know, this isn't as strong this isn't as strong as an AMC show should be. They yeah. have a brand and they've set, established you know, a certain level of quality and I felt Preacher didn't live up to it, at least based on the, the uh, Well, I, and, and what's interesting is, I mean you know, and we're, we're people that have, you know are We've read the series. These these shows are pretty much in our wheelhouse as far as the types of shows that we will watch. I would be interested to hear 
the opinion of someone who does not have a comic book background to see, like, put them in front of this show, watch the pilot, and see if they understand what is going on. Because right. I, I, I felt like... Yeah, I was like, do you want to hold on a second? Some, I, I was able to... <laughs> I have someone here that fits that bill. <laughs> <laughs> there, some, there was some confusion on... Even just knowing knowing the characters and and if you haven't yeah. read it, I mean, obviously you find it out right away. But Cassidy Cassidy is a, a vampire, right? Um, but you didn't find out like right away, no. uh, right? In the comic, which which that made a, that a, whole a... airplane scene very confusing. Like that mm-hmm. whole scene was confusing. Like, wait a minute, yeah, everybody and, on this plane has weapons. Yeah, like and you and, know, like and why what? is he dressed like a hotel like bartender? Yeah. And, yeah, that that whole scene that was confusing in the way they explained it, and um, I didn't like that they flashed back to Tulip like two weeks before or whatever to lead up to, you know. And then there was like a, a fifteen twenty minute scene of her, you know, hanging out with these kids and mm-hmm. you know, like. But I I I liked it, but it just didn't seem like it was in the right place, you know, like. Uh, yeah, it seemed like the story wasn't put in the right order or something. It, it wasn't it, like like the, the tone seemed off. Yeah, but I I did like I actually did like the show, and and more so though because I read the books, and I'm a, I'm interested to see the relationships develop between especially those three characters mm-hmm. because that's what it's all, right? I mean, Pr- Preacher Cassidy and Tulip. There's it's their, you know, they're the three. You know, it's not a show about just preacher. It's them. Yeah. Well, so, but but it's also a sh- like at least the story, the original story, had a lot to do with Jesse and Tulip. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel any chemistry between the, the their television counterparts. Mm. Whereas, like in the in the in the comics, like their story is like. One of the great love stories in comic book. Yeah, theirs is like, I mean, but a cup. Yeah, and you want to talk about yeah. like, just, um, <laughs> you know, piss and vinegar, or just like, I mean, fire and ice. I mean, it's just like two things that are always butting up against each other, but they're like they're they have this passion for each other, um, and it's just like, like those two actors, like they, the there is nothing there for me. Like I didn't see any, you know. The way they looked at each other, the way they interacted with each other, they, well, had, yeah, they there was like nothing there. They didn't seem like a romance. They seemed more like <clears throat> like mercenaries that were friends <laughs> or something. But they didn't yeah. seem like they had a relationship. Yeah. So I mean, and and you know, to be fair, like this was the pilot. I mean, I'm sure they're going to work some kinks out, but it's just as a as a introduc- introduction to this world, it didn't really do anything for me. So um, no, no, I, I, I'm I'm intrigued though. I'm going to keep watching it. Yeah, I, I, the, the, the violence is what <laughs> got me. The the hyper violence. Um, yeah, yeah, the hyper violence. I I'm a simple creature, and uh, that 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 kind of entertained me. I felt like the the towards the end it got a little better, but the uh, inter- putting all the players on the board uh, was a little tedious. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of players. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like they 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 really just shoehorned in 
every major character. Even, um, which you didn't really, he wasn't introduced with the, the, uh, um, Quinn Cannon, I think the guy that owns the, the meat factory, mm. which was oh, not yeah. in, I mean, not to sound nitpicky, but, you know, you don't see that guy for probably, I mean, God, like six trade paperbacks later. Oh, you don't yeah. see God even later than that. No. And, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, he was definitely not part of, like, he wasn't connected to, Jesse's background or his town, the way he was in the mm. in the uh, in the pilot. So I'm, that's why I feel like they're really setting things up to ha- like a lot of things to happen in this town. Like he's not going anywhere for a while, which kind of sucks because the town ta- because this mm. it's it's not the the town itself is not like as a character was like. No, not what, part of. I mean, it's like that church blew up like in the first issue, right. didn't it? I mean, he he was only he was in like that, that town long enough to establish the character, and then that he was the preacher. And I don't think, he, like, yeah, they never like, went I'm back. Out of here. Yeah, they never went yeah. back. Yeah, I, I watched that episode. Like, man, we're getting awfully attached to these characters to watch this church just blow up at the end, and, and it never had. Again, I, my memory of the book is spotty at best, but at least there's a few parts that I I still do recall, and I'm like, that's odd that they. Deviating pretty quickly. One thing that does have me kind of excited, and I'm kind of uh, looking forward to seeing them do, although maybe I should I should hedge that excitement, is uh, the same of Killers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I have a suspicion that they they'll probably nail that character. Well, I forgot about that character. I hope so. <laughs> Not enough gun. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> well, if you guys are interested, oh, man. If you, yeah, don't, you know. Um, or for anyone who's interested, there is a like when this sh- when the pilot was when it aired, um, they DC or Vertigo DC Vertigo um, offered a reprint of the the first issue, and it's free on uh, Comicsology. Yeah, it was a free comic book day. Now, is this the one where um, Steve Dillon redrew the? The characters that look like the cast of the show on the cover, yes, but but inside. Oh, the book, just the cover. Okay, just the cover. Inside the book, it's still the original uh, content. But okay. the um, I misread that blurb. Then I thought he redrew the whole issue. I was no, like, wow. No, but the the um, the cover, yes, it does reflect more like the look of the characters on the show. But um, no, I would I would recommend. Checking that out, like I said, it's free on Comicsology. It's the it's the first issue. Really, you should just just go out and read the first two trades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And trust me, you'll you'll get and hooked after that. And will be like, "What the hell are they doing?" Um, I I still remember when I when I finally broke down and bought the first trade because I kept hearing stuff about it. I'm like, "Okay, we'll see what this is all about." Took it home, read it in a night. Went back the next day for the second volume because I was like, I I got to see what happens. Like I just kept going back for more. Yeah, you know it cracked. I remember when did that come out? Like ninety five, ninety six. <laughs> yeah, it was around there. there. I can remember uh, seeing the first issue on the shelf at my local comic shop, and just I mean I I'm was fairly sheltered growing up, and I just like 
colorful superhero comic still like now. And just the whole notion of that book was like way over my head. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't wrap my head around what was going on because it looked nothing like what I was used to seeing as a comic book. And I was just like, I don't get it. And I, just, <laughs> I remember flipping through, I'm like, I don't get it. And, and I knew for sure that if I brought it home, I'd, you know, catch hell from my folks. So, uh. No, I, 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 I totally <laughs> understand because, um, for a long time, almost everything Vertigo went over my head. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, I, I didn't glom onto uh, preacher for a, I mean, for a lot of things for a very long time. Yeah, I was I was in I was almost thirty when I finally read it. Yeah, I th I think the whole series was complete by the time I read the, the trades. Yeah, same here. And I read them all over one summer, which was, I I think um, I think when Media Play was in business, and I swear I don't know, and I and I had kind of a similar story like Jared, but. It, Every time I saw that book on the stands, I would think, you know, there has to be something wrong with you to actually like this book. Like, you know, because it's so jacked up, there has, you have to be, you yourself have to be jacked up to like this. <laughs> and then when I started reading it, I'm like, oh my God, I've made that transition. I am now the jacked up person because this <laughs> is awesome. And I couldn't stop reading it. And that summer, I remember, I, I, I think, at least once a week, maybe more, I would go to media play and I'd buy the next volume. Mm -hmm. And I'd read it and I'd go back and I'd buy the next one. And, oh, that was a good summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I miss media play. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like, media play, I forgot about media play. I bought so many graphic novels from them. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Preacher, um, Preacher I'm going to keep going with. Obviously, I need to catch up on Punisher and... Punisher and Daredevil <laughs> and uh, Jessica Jones. I also did not complete that yet. That was good. I have homework. So, um, the other show, Walking Dead, um, I think I fall more into the camp that I was disappointed with the ending of the season. Mm -hmm. um, I think they, uh, they did a 90 minute tease. Of who was going to get killed, and then they didn't tell us, so that just angered me. <laughs> yeah, I think like the episode leading up to that was just a lot of like hurry up and wait. Yeah. But like the last ten minutes of the episode of the show was well, pretty like gut wrenching and pretty like I was kind of like on the edge of my seat. Uh, see, you know what's funny is I I had no nervous energy about that because I. I think because I read it and I just, I, I think I was more in a, oh, I forgot his name, but the actor that's playing Negan. Oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's different than the comic book version. Uh, right off the bat. It, because Jeffrey Dean Morgan is somebody you would follow. Where I always felt like the guy in the comic was somebody you would put up with. Yeah, um, I I never liked Negan in the comics. I yeah, I can see myself kind of like, like you said, just kind of falling, you know, um, falling in love with Jeffrey Dean Morgan's version of it because a he's he's a good actor and he's very charismatic just on his own. Yep. Um, 
But I, I think what, what did it for me was the, the way that they, in that episode where it was like they were just like rats in a maze. And, and oh, yeah. the, they kept ramping up the tension and things just kept getting worse and worse and they kept getting more and more they basically, closed in. And, and every time you saw them getting blocked they, off, their Negan, like the, like their numbers grew with every. Yeah. And, and they, they broke Rick down. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, that was one of them subtle things in, you know. Yeah, he was losing his cool. Like little by little, he was like yeah. the frustration, the uncertainty. Like it, it was like chipping away at his, at his he calm, like a, at his yeah, like at his yeah, leadership, his cockiness. Yeah, yeah. When they when when like when they jumped in the RV to leave, you know, he was yeah, he was the the pinnacle of like, yeah, tell him to wait. I'll come back with an offer for them. Yeah, you know. And, and then even at the first stop, he was just like. You know, this guy's full of hot air. But then, like, they, you know, they built that up later where that same guy, they're like, wait, it's the same guy saying the same things? Like, how did they get over here? You know, how are they getting ahead of us? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, a mentally beating them, holy cow, yeah. That was cool. Um, but I feel like, like, alright, like, issue 100, and I did, I mean, cause, I did, I liked it, but I was, I was pissed off at the end. But, um, in issue 100, I think that death scene is right in the middle of the book. So, I didn't like that the, um, in the, in the TV version, they got on Talking Dead afterwards, and they basically said, oh, well, that was the end of this story. You know, and like telling you who was killed is the beginning of the next story. And I was like, that's a cop out because the book, you know, issue 100 was, that was right in the middle of the, of that story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I just was like, they're copping out. Like, I don't know. I was just mad. But, uh, but otherwise though, yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was great. Um, and I did like that, uh, cerebral attack basically. Um, and I will echo you with, uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Um, that show can die in a fire. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. I'm I don't sure care what anybody says. I know there's people who are like, well, if you stick around, there's some good ideas. No. Uh, you know, I watched first season and yeah. we, we, we had issues like, with the first season. Yeah. I, I didn't watch didn't any have, of it. Like, don't. Like, alright, my big, my biggest complaint and why I don't like the show is that they said, we're gonna take you back and show you how it all began. But instead the show just showed these people in, you know, you know, caged off area while the whole world changed. So we never actually saw the world change. Yeah. Like, you know, and I was like, what? I, I was expecting more to see like the gradual breakdown of society. Yeah. We just got like the barest glimpse of that and not even like Yeah, it was And then the the their choice for characters were basically a mirror image of you know the 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 camp outside of Atlanta. So I felt that they didn't bring anything new. You know, they're like, "Oh, hey, these are characters from California." It's like, "Great, they're still 
in the same position as the you know the trailer camp mm-hmm. in the first season of Walking Dead. Um, I, I wanted more. This is what I wanted out of the show. I wanted more stereotypes, you know, Hollywood stereotypes, and I wanted people to break down like they're living in, you know, take Hollywood and the fake, you know, the fake world that a lot of people live in. Right. And now they're dealing with a, a real world, and you know, and some are going to get crushed under that, and some are going to are going to be forced to change. But there was none of that. It was just a show about a regular family, you know, getting away. So you wanted keeping up with The Walking Dead. Yeah, that would have <laughs> been awesome to start out with that. You know, like any kind of you know, like reality show characters, you know, people that are caught up in their their own minutia, and then all of a sudden they're just like. Oh my God! I have no idea how to live. <laughs> yeah. That well, would have been awesome. Well, you know, well, I mean, because then you actually have you see a character arc develop then over the show where they become real people again. That, or you just kill them. Like, or violently. you just kill them off. Well, I mean, there's going to be some of that that's satisfying. So there's going to be, yeah, yeah. You're, you're yeah. going to you're going to see redemption, and you're going to see like people just brutally murdered. Yeah, yeah, like. Boy, I really hate that guy on the soap opera. Ooh, he's dead. Yeah. You know? Oh, they ate his face. It was a it was a blast. Yeah. <laughs> but then like his, you know, another actor on the set is like, I gotta get out of here, I gotta go home. You know, and then have it have it be about him. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I I just think there were just that show has so many missed opportunities and yeah. I don't know. I yeah, I, I have no interest in it. Maybe when the season is complete. I'll, you know, maybe over the summer I'll go back and rewatch it or something. But it, it, I don't even think it's worth my time to be honest with you. No, I don't think so either. And I, I really did. I'm glad. I mean, if it had been longer than six episodes or whatever in the first season, I wouldn't have stuck around. Mm-hmm. I probably would have stopped it four because I think that was the episode that had like no walkers or anything actually happen. That I was like, wow, this is their episode. Like, there was, you know, no death count, no, you know, just, they were all just, like, sitting there estranged. Oh, it's just know. like The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on now. No. Well, next week we'll see that same set of events, but from someone else's perspective. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, and they already did that, so they had this whole opportunity to do a new show, and they didn't. So, like, we just did Walking Dead 2. Yeah. Which is really all it is. All right, so I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, this was, I guess, our TV segment. I think we were we were gonna try and do everything in one episode, but obviously, you know, we ran real long talking about all the great stuff we've been watching and not so great stuff. <laughs> much like Batman v Superman, there was a lot just jammed in here in no real random <laughs> order. Right, exactly. Um, so. Uh, our next episode will be our movie wrap-up, or movie roundup. So uh, stay tuned for that. In which uh, I uh, just talk glowingly about Batman v Superman. Oh, he's revved. You can't pin he's me down. <laughs> I can't wait. We have a lot of stuff to talk about next time. So, okay, well, anyone have any uh, final thoughts or anything before we peel out? Uh, hey, you know what we didn't mention? Agents of Shield. I think there's a reason. <laughs> no, um, but honestly, 
I haven't that's watched it yet, so I don't okay. even know. I didn't even watch it, and not not because I didn't want to, but I missed so much of it. Now, I'm when, actually, I, when I when I went I'm, back to try and rewatch it, none of the early episodes are available. Oh yeah. So I have to wait until the entire series, entire season is uh, available to start over. Like on the Netflix or mm-hmm. whatever. Did, did anyone watch Agent Carter season two? Yeah. I watched I, the first episode. Good show. I I didn't. I you know like you know, during season one it suffered from having to from being on after the Flash. Season two, I didn't realize it was back, and by the time I realized I was back, I didn't care. Oh, okay. So um, I, I thought it was it. good. I didn't think it was as solid as the first season, but it was it was still well written. And you know, in there, there's my good example. They did try. They they went for you know 1950 Hollywood or whatever year it was, and they did it well. You know. They they picked out some of the things about the era and and covered it well, so mm, that's good. And yeah. it's over. And it's over. <laughs> um, which I I don't actually I'm not upset about that either, because um, those guys are awesome. The we'll talk about them, you know, with Civil War, but uh, the Russos I think yeah yeah um, yeah they wrote they wrote those seasons or or Did whatever really? you know they created it and uh. Yeah, so, like, if they're moving on to something else, it's going to be amazing, too. So, I'm I'm okay. Oh, I have plenty of good things to say about the Russos yeah. in our uh, movie episode. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I just want to say that I, I'm actually intrigued with how the season's going to wrap up, and I have two episodes left. So, maybe I'll, maybe I'll give an opinion on that next time. All right. Cool. Okay. Well... Uh, I think that about does it for episode 226. It's a, a part one of our uh, media roundup. And, um, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm the Duke. I'm Jared. And we'll see you next time. All right. Yeah.